my friend. Good evening. I am Gian, the founding pastor of Victory Church here in Odessa, Texas. And today, Wednesday, March 10th, 2021, I say hello to you and welcome to another Bible study here from Odessa, Texas. I say hello to you and thank you for watching and connecting. I will invite you to open your Bible or turn on your Bible. First Thessalonians chapter 3. We are reading today the scripture, this wonderful letter written by Paul, inspired by the Holy Spirit, telling us something very interesting that I want to share with you this evening. Are you ready? I'm excited about this study. Let's go and we read in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. 1 Thessalonians 3, I'm reading from the easy-to-read version. We could not come to you, but it was very hard to wait any longer. So we decided to send Timothy to you and stay in Athens alone. Timothy is our brother. He works with us for God to tell people the good news about Christ. We sent Timothy to strengthen and encourage you in your faith. We sent him so that none of you will be upset by the troubles we have now. You yourselves know that we must have these troubles. Even when we were with you, we told you that we will all have to suffer. And you know that it happened just as we said. This is why I sent Timothy to you, so I could now, no, I'm sorry, so I could know about your faith. I sent him when I could not wait anymore. I was afraid that the devil who tempts people might have defeated you with temptations. Then our hard work would have been wasted. That is from verse 1 through verse 5. Paul acknowledging that he was highly concerned for the church in, in this place, Thessalonica. The Thessalonians are a group of people like any other congregation, like any other part of the world, where the gospel, the good news for our salvation in our Lord Jesus Christ came. And many people there were blessed by receiving salvation in the Lord Jesus Christ. Perhaps like you are saved, and I hope you are. And if not, today will be the day that you can receive salvation by faith in Jesus. Well, this group of people, they were, they were concerned about Paul's situations, and uh, so he knew that they were concerned. Paul said, you know what, Timothy? You got to go and talk to these people. Tell them that we are fine, that we will overcome all difficulties, but also I need you to go and check on them. I want to know exactly if they are good, because I am a little bit concerned that uh, maybe our, the enemy of our souls, maybe through temptations, is kind of doing bad things amongst, amongst our people. So go and find out. You know, preachers, ministers, when we reach out to people, and we especially have a congregation, a group of people that we are somehow responsible for. I will tell you this, in our prayers, we are all the time lifting up all these people, 
to the Lord. And we go one person at a time. And we pray, Father, I ask you to bless such and such and his family. And I pray for such and such and her family and the son and the daughter and this. And, and we go naming one person at a time in our prayers because we, we care. And of course, those who, who are really part of the flock, they care for their minister. They care for their pastor. And sometimes any pastor, any minister, any preacher can go through troubles and tribulations. And Paul here states very clearly that it's necessary for all of us to go through troubles. And in fact, because those troubles, myself as a minister, as a, as a preacher, as a pastor, I have learned to overcome difficulties. I have learned to deal with all kinds of situations, including death in my family and different kinds of losses. And also sometimes depression, sometimes feeling sick and being weak, rejection. What else can I tell you? Anger, frustration, desperation, etc. And as a as a person, I live those things like all pastors live them. And we learn how to overcome those feelings, how to overcome all those difficulties. And we, we learn the value of talking with our friends. And we pastors, most of us have supervisors and mentors, other pastors with more experience, good friends of ours. And we go and talk to them. And they give us advice, they, they give us encouragement as well, sometimes correction and guidance. We learn the importance of becoming accountable. Also, we learn the importance of having good friends around us that we share the burden sometimes, like we pastors have with our board members, the leadership in our church, or simply good friends of ours that not necessarily live in the same time, town like I do, have several friends that I rely on in times of need for advice or simply to vent or share with them different difficulties. So do you understand, as a person, any pastor has to live experiences, troubles, like Paul says, because through those troubles, we learn to overcome the difficulty by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, and we become strong and stronger and stronger and therefore we are able to lead others precisely in that path and is is not an easy path but when we learn to overcome difficulties and, and we thanks to the mercies of god by faith we say no to the temptation of doing what is wrong and and we just stop doing the wrong things and we just rely on the lord and depend on the lord and we overcome all those things and then we start, we start to see the light and the blessings and all the great things that come as a result of depending on the Lord, then we are in a position that allows, allows us to lead others. And because we can lead them by the grace of God, we care. So we reach out and we go after each one of the church members and people that are, we are 
trying to uh, win for the Lord and share the gospel with them. But sometimes it is impossible for us to be personally there. So we, we have somebody asking that person, like Paul says here, I am sending you Timothy because he he's a good friend of mine and he understands what's, what is to be in trouble. He has been here with me in Athens and he knows the problems that I have. But you know what, guys? I'm sending Timothy to you. I'll, I'll stay here in Athens dealing with my own problems, but I'm okay. And he will tell you that I am okay. Now, the Thessalonians were surprised, obviously, with the visit of Timothy. Sometimes people, especially in these days, are surprised when the pastor itself, himself goes to see you in your home, in your workplace, or when the pastor wants to have a FaceTime session with you, a video chat, whether it's whatever app you like, because it's checking on you. You know, so some church members and people that are being reached out don't like that much. And they feel that we are intruding in their lives. And perhaps to a certain degree, they are right. Now, what is the reason behind? What is the real motivation that we have? As pastors, as ministers of God, the motivation is to see people getting closer to the Lord, that they will make the right decision, that they will continue reading their Bible, that they will continue praying, that they will do what is right, that they will not be victims of Satan and fall into those temptations. Do you see that? So, therefore, there is a need for the visit of a friend. I go to see my, my church members. I go to see my friends, people that I am reaching out. And, and, you know, I can see the reaction. Pretty easy. I can understand if, if that person is happy to see me or is concerned because I'm there. And uh, sometimes people don't open the door in their workplace or in their homes or they don't pick up the call or they don't respond to the text message. And I understand. The busyness of life, of course, will affect those interaction, interactions in those days. But the truth is, anyone who really cares for their pastor, if you care for your pastor, if you love your pastor, you will not reject him or hesitate to have a communication with your pastor. You will talk to your pastor if you are not doing anything wrong. But sometimes people are doing what is wrong, and of course, they don't like the idea of the pastor coming there. What are you doing here, they say. Leave me alone. It's my life, they say. It's understandable. But if you are the kind of person that is surprised by the visit of your pastor or the phone call of your pastor, I want you to know it's simply because your pastor cares for you, is praying for you, and, uh, well, simply appreciate that gesture because somebody cares. All right, let's continue reading. Verse six. But now Timothy has come back <laughs> from his visit with you and told us good news about your faith and love. He told us that you always remember us in a good way. He told us that you want very much to see us again. 
And it is the same with us. We want very much to see you. So, brothers and sisters, we are encouraged about you because of your faith. We have much trouble and suffering, but still, we are encouraged. Our life is really full if you stand strong in the Lord. We have so much joy before our God because of you. So, we thank God for you, but we cannot thank him enough for all the joy we feel. Night and day, we continue praying with all our heart that we can come there and see you again. We want to give you everything you need to make your faith strong. We pray that our God and Father and our Lord Jesus will prepare the way for us to come to you. We pray that the Lord will make your love grow. We pray that the Lord will give you more and more love for each other and for all people. We pray that you will love everyone in the same way we love you. This will strengthen your desire to do what is right. And you will be holy and without fault before our God and Father when our Lord Jesus comes with all his holy people. The report came to the pastor. The report came, whether it was a text message coming back, a phone call return, the video chat, the visit in person, and the pastor is happy because sees that you are doing good. And although there are troubles, you see, although there are difficulties, because it's part of life, we struggle with difficulties, everybody, there is no perfect life. But when the report comes and we know that you are doing good, it gives us so much joy, especially when we know that you are being loving, that you have good memories about us. It is fantastic what happens to me when from time to time I receive a phone call or a text message or something in the mail saying, I remember that you said this. I remember that you said that. I remember that you did this. I remember you, Pastor. How wonderful is that? I still remember great things that my pastors have done in my life, for my family, and I reach out to them constantly too. I have great relationship with those pastors and it's beautiful to develop that relationship in the love of the Lord. But you notice what Paul says? The main goal is, that, is to see that you love everyone the same way we love you. Let me tell you, if there is something beautiful to me, when I go and talk to people, when I see them in their workplace, in their home, or just in a restaurant or any place that we meet, is to see that character, a loving character, that you, with your own talents, with your own gifts, with your own abilities and skills, you, with your own personality, your own way, you become a loving person, caring for others, wishing that everyone will get to know the Lord God. Because after all, my friends, isn't it that the whole objective that we have in God, in Jesus, through church, through the scripture, and through our relationships, that eventually we all go to heaven? It's beautiful to think about this. Pastors care for the flock. They pray for the flock. 
and they want that you show the same character to everybody else. Pray for people. Reach out to people. Don't be afraid of telling people that you are praying for them. Don't be afraid of showing love and care to others. It's true. Sometimes people don't appreciate anything good that you can do for others. It happens to me. It happens to everybody. Every minister goes through those seasons and feeling probably a little bit neglected by the congregation or rejected even. But you know what? We need to overcome those feelings to understand that what we do is for the Lord. And the Lord will bring the reward. And He does. In my life, I have seen that many times. I praise the name of the Lord because although there are difficulties around me, in my personal life, in my family, with my children, with my grandchildren, with my church, the building and the congregation, although there are challenges, I am a happy person because the Lord gives me that joy every day. And I find in my own family, with my wife, with my children, grandchildren, with my church family, my close friends, beautiful friends, all the love that I need to move forward. You know, people have betrayed me. And prayer probably will happen again because it's part of life. Betrayal and uh, perhaps rejection, lack of appreciation. We all live that. But we need to overcome that by forgiving, letting it go, and continue trusting in God. Because some, some ones, they are really nice, like you perhaps, that you show that appreciation to to pastors and ministers and your friends that are encouraging you all the time to keep your faith in God. You know what? That's fantastic. So I encourage you today, keep sharing the love of God with everybody. Don't hesitate to show that love also to your minister. Loving one another, my friend, that's the true gospel. The true gospel is that the love of God in ourselves to be shared with everybody else. Thank you for watching and connecting, and see you next time.